Shalom, everyone. I'm so glad you have joined us today. I'm Jennifer Guetta, a biblical archaeologist who came to know Jesus, Yeshua, through dreams. This is the Awestruck Podcast, where we discover secrets of the supernatural from a scientist who actually experienced it. Today, we're going to talk about the secret behind numbers and character soul ties. And this is a really big secret that they have kept hidden very clear in plain view. You might be asking, what are number and character soul ties? Well, it's a lot more common than you think. And it happens all over the world. Basically, it means there is a tie or a link between a person's soul and a number or a personality or a character. This phenomena is now widespread all over the world, including in the church and many other religions. What people don't know is that it is one of the biggest ways occultists and Kabbalists use to manipulate and control humans and get them to do what they want. Are you curious? Now, before I continue to tell you about this great secret about numbers and character soul ties, uh, let me refer you to my book, Awestruck by Glory. It really tells my story, my testimony, and all the things that happened to us and how we learned about specifically about this subject. So I refer to it, you to it, and you can find it everywhere online, on online bookstores, or on my website, awestruckbyglory.com. Now, let me give you a little background about the story. In 2012, a Kabbalah stood at my door and enticed me with a special technology that held the secret behind our souls. Now, she said it was a type of technology with which she could control many people, and it showed how our personalities were related to each other. I was so curious about the secret that we allowed her in. However, when we asked her about the technology, she only took out a deck of playing cards and said we were a certain number, for example, like an ace of spades or something. Later, she also connected us with places on the Tree of Life in Kabbalah, with biblical characters, and anything else she could find. At the time, we thought it was very silly, and we just and it was just a personality assessment. And we had no idea that we were making a soul tie between us and that number. However, after we got rid of her and she left our house, I found the cards and numbers all over my house. And people would call me who had that number. Basically, she had connected many people with those numbers and now controlled their actions. It was so scary and creepy and pure witchcraft. You can read about it in my book, Awestruck by Glory. All the details are there. Thankfully, Jesus rescued us and set us free from all her bondage. However, it still took me a long time to get out of the system and to break the ties with the numbers and with the characters. I also learned a lot from this experience and also through the Bible 
and through Jesus. And today, I want to share that with you, what I learned. What was, what was behind those secrets and how many how occultists, how, how they are manipulating people all over the world doing this kind of thing. Let me show you how it works and why Jesus is victorious and breaks everything. So what exactly are number and character soul ties? Well, this happens when a person chooses with their own free will to be a number or a character. And more often, they're assigned a number or a character through some kind of system. Usually, people are assigned a number or a character based on their birthdays or on personality tests. For example, they'll ask you when your birthday is, and then they'll look it up and they'll say it's this and that, or they'll, you'll do a personality test that, and you will become fitted into one of the groups. One of the main ways which occultists then use is that number to manipulate humans with these different typological systems. They, use, they take the number and then they can manipulate people. For example, it works this way in astrology, horoscopes, tarot cards, and fortune telling, but it also works this way with intricate systems like the Tree of Life in Kabbalah and the Enneagram and simple personality systems in psychology. There are many different systems in number and character soul ties. In general, people are assigned a number or a type and their character is assessed from this or vice versa. Through this number, they can then supposedly learn about themselves and how to relate to others or how to get closer to God or how to become better in their career or how to know the future. We're hungry for understanding ourselves and how we can relate to others. So many people become involved in it. Some of these systems are very simple and categorize humans into just four personality types. For example, DISC, or 12 types, the 12 months and in astrology, or 16 types, groups in MBTI, or the year in which we are born, which happens in many cultures. Others divide our character into eight groups or nine groups, like in the Enneagram, or 10, like in Kabbalah, or 52, like in a deck of playing cards. Others are identifying themselves with a character, a specific character, for example, like a, a biblical character or an avatar. Basically, when a human agrees that he is that number or character, it is making a soul tie with the number and the character. In some cases, the typology of the numbers is said to go through a divine system, saying God created human beings through numbers and divided our characters into groups or different types. For example, in the Kabbalah tree of life, it is associated also with spiritual travel and understanding God uh, through different levels of spirituality, different levels and energy sources, and throughout the 10 sephirot of sp spirituality. In the Enneagram, it works the same way, only it is associated with psychology and how we relate to each other. Each of these systems think they have the key to understanding behind all souls. Interestingly, even though they're all very, very different from each other, 
they all seem very real. Now, how can they all be right? For example, in horoscopes, if you're a Leo or a Taurus, you quickly identify with those characters in yourself, and it feels so real. It just becomes like, oh, wow, it just, you know, you see all those characteristics in you. But it's the same thing in the Enneagram. If you're like a number X, you will quickly identify with those characteristics and start to relate to other people from this viewpoint. Let me tell you something about my experience. The occultist and Kabbalists that we encountered used number and character association to control people, like I said. This was the secret behind her so-called technology. At first, she only used regular playing cards and the Kabbalah Tree of Life and claimed that each personal card was, each person was a card or a number. With the Kabbalah Tree of Life, she showed us which Shefri wrote our soul was connected to and how it connected to others and the pathway of our future. However, later, she also associated our souls with biblical characters. For example, saying, you are David or you are Solomon and said we related to people in the same way that these characters did. Strangely, yes, the people really did look like those people. However, later she started using other systems too. Basically, any kind of system that connected people with numbers and personalities would work for her to manipulate people. And that in manipulation, I mean, she would be able to control their actions, literally. Do she, they would do what she says. Interestingly, the Enneagram and other character assessment systems or personality tests, they all work the same way, only it is associated with psychology and how we relate to each other. Now, what happens in the spirit realm when you connect yourself to a number or a character? Basically, in the spirit realm, everything happens through permission. God has given us free will to choose to allow spirits to influence us. And we need to give permission for that. A permission is coming into agreement with something that God or the enemy, the devil himself, says over you. A simple amen can be an agreement and give permission. We give permission by our own free will. In the spirit realm, all permissions count whether they are intentional or unintentional. Everything is based on giving permissions and allowing God in or the enemy in. God respects man's free will and waits until we call upon him for help. Only sometimes will he intervene when man can no longer help himself or for a specific calling. The enemy comes against us, though, to get our permissions, to tie us to his web. Knowing how to discern, therefore, is extremely important. The enemy finds subtle ways in which to gain access and to get your permission. He does not play it fair. The enemy tries to get permissions through sin, deception, temptation, lies, witchcraft, through the occult, through drugs, other religions, or simply by agreeing with the words that the enemy has spoken over you. To do this, he does not come dressed up as a demon. He's a master of the skies and offers you something you can't refuse. Just like the Garden of Eden when Eve was told not to eat of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. 
Satan came and tempted her with becoming like God and knowledge. The enemy uses lies to get those permissions and creates ties that allow demons in, casting us away from God. Evil spirits have created many lies and deceptive systems to get permission from humans. Very often, the enemy will try to entice you by giving you something you cannot refuse. These can be physical gifts, but also spiritual. It is temptation at its best. But what is it that you always wanted? Or perhaps something you always wanted to know. It's like the apple in the Garden of Eden, the secret of what is behind our characters, our personalities. The enemy knows we long to understand ourselves and how we relate to each other and that we want to know the future and that we want to get closer to God or that we want to know what's going on in our life and how we can uh, be a success. And therefore, he has used these systems to gain permission in our life. One of the ways that the enemy gets permission is by allowing ourselves to be tied to a number or a character. By associating yourself with a number or a character, you are actually agreeing with the enemy and you give him, give a spirit permission to manipulate and influence you, even if you don't know it. First, our soul connects to that number and therefore spirits can control you through that number. This is essentially how the occultist at my house worked. Secondly, these numbers and characters link your soul to those spirits, and then they bind you. For example, if you agree you're a number X, and it represents dominant people prone to anger, then the spirit of anger and dominance has permission to influence you and stay with you. And it feels more and more real, and it becomes more real throughout your life. Or if you are a very timid person, and you agree with number Z because that was your birthday, well, then those spirits can start to influence you throughout your life. Thirdly, spirits that are already inside us, that we have, you know, throughout our life that we were born with or gotten or gained when we were young, they have defined our character and they, you know, they influence us already. And they get permission through by giving them a number, this a number, they get permission to stay. For example, you take a personality test that they make in order to define what number you are. And these are based on your character or the, the character assessment of the people. This person then is already influenced by the spirits from the past. And these numbers just reaffirm that the spirits that came in the past they can stay and they do not have to change. For example, if you are born with an X or a Z, then you will stay an X and a Z. Association with a number or a character makes soul ties and gives demons permission in your life. And they then influence you to make you believe it is more real and part of your character. When you accept the number, you accept the demons attached to it and it influences your character and reactions. Now you might be wondering, what is behind these systems? Well, character and number systems are intricate and have been found throughout time and in many places throughout all the world. 
They intrigue humans because they want to learn about themselves. Interestingly, the history of some of these systems goes back very far, and they're often related to divine encounters with angels who gave the systems to humans in order to understand themselves. We see this, for example, in the Enneagram and the Kabbalah Tree of Life and others. Other systems have come through dreams and they have been developed by, you know, or by people by studying personalities. So they're actually studying like the spirits influencing the people. The systems are very similar to each other and are, are basically lies made by fallen angels, the devil himself. These fallen angels either made them up or are the twisting the things of God to try and sell the knowledge of the things of God so they can manipulate people. In other cases, God wants us to, God, in all cases, in all cases, God wants us to stay away from it. God never gave us these systems to analyze our souls. He gave us his son, Yeshua, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit so we can learn more through him. So let's see, what does the Bible actually say about this? Let's study what the Bible says about it, the word of God itself. First, number and character soul size in general work in the same way as astrology and divination, acquiring secret knowledge through omens. Now, in the spirit realm, it is closely related to witchcraft because it manipulates souls. In the Bible, God is very clear about these things. He abhors it and warns us not to get involved with this in any way. God says this for a reason because he wants to protect our souls from the influence of demons. He gives us free will, but he warns us from danger and not to connect our souls with these occult practices. He says this not because he hates us or wants to punish us, but because he loves us and he wants to protect us. In Deuteronomy 18, 10 through 14, it says, there shall not be found among you anyone who burns his son or his daughter as an offering. Any, well, we don't do that anymore. Anyone who practices divination or tells fortunes or interprets omens or a sorcerer or a charmer or a medium or a necromancer or anyone who inquires of the dead. For whoever does these things is an abomination to the Lord. And because of these abominations, the Lord... Your God is driving them out before you. You shall be blameless before the Lord your God for these nations, which you are about to dispose. Listen, they listen to fortune tellings and to diviners. But as for you, the Lord says, you are not allowed to do this. Leviticus 19.26 says, do not practice divination or sorcery. Secondly, the Bible also says that God created each of us unique in the womb. Jeremiah 1.5 says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. So you were born unique. You are beautiful. God loves you and wants to get to know you. He wants you to get to know him. 
God created us all unique, and we don't need a system of numbers or characters to understand each other or to get closer to him. Thirdly, through the blood of Jesus, all demons have to flee. And our characters actually can change when those demons flee. Anger leaves, we become a really quiet person. So everything can change when our whole being changes, when the Holy Spirit engulfs in us, when demons flee, because many times the demons are the ones causing the personality. Fourthly, God gave us the Holy Spirit, and he can indwell in us, and he can transform us from glory to glory. He gave us the Holy Spirit to help us and lead us. Instead of spending time trying to figure out which number you are and how you relate to others, spend time in prayer with Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Learn to hear his voice. He will teach you all the secrets of God that you need to know. He can transform our personalities and change us completely. God never gave us these systems to analyze our souls. He gave us his son, Jesus, and, and the Holy Spirit so we can learn more through him. Did you know that number and character soul ties actually affects the working of the Holy Spirit? So let me explain. The effect of tying our souls to numbers and characters stops the work of the Holy Spirit because he wants to transform us and heal us from the things of the past and change us from glory to glory. He wants to deliver us from spirits that were, that were influencing us in the wrong way. He wants to, you know, form us more like Yeshua. When you accept all the demons inside you as normal, it limits the Holy Spirit and he can't no longer change you. You allow other spirits to influence you and say that's normal. And you become focused really on the physical world all around you and no longer on the spiritual. So the Holy Spirit can transform you. It says in 2 Corinthians 3.18, But we all, with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as from the Lord the Spirit. The disciples of Jesus, by the way, were not trying to figure out which number they were in order to relate to each other or to God. Instead, they sought after Jesus, and through the Holy Spirit, they were completely transformed. For example, after denying Jesus three times, Peter, being filled by the Holy Spirit, stood up in front of all the people in the temple and started preaching the gospel. He changed from being fearful into a very courageous person. The Holy Spirit affected and changed his personality. He transformed and he became, you know, just as angry, dominant people, they can become soft and peaceful people. When we give ourselves a number, we accept that this is who we are and who we will stay forever. And therefore, the Holy Spirit can no longer change us and it limits his work inside you. Your personality can change depending on which spirit resides in you. Jesus gets rid of the demons inside us and he can change us completely. For example, our dominance 
It, it could be that it's not from our own personality. It could be caused by a demon or a spirit. And when the demon leaves, Jesus can come and fill us with the Holy Spirit. And we can turn into a very peaceful, restful person. And we react differently towards other people. The Bible is very clear. You're not a number. You are a beloved child of God, the temple of the Holy Spirit, who can transform you from glory to glory, changing your character to become more like him. Like it says in 2 Corinthians 3.18. So the Bible says your personality can change if you allow the Holy Spirit in. Now to conclude, do not associate yourself with a number or a character in any way. Do not let anybody assign you a number. You're not a number. You're not someone else or some group of people. You're yourself. You're unique in every way. You're beautiful. God loves you and wants you to get to know him. God created us all unique, and we do not need a system of numbers or characters to understand one another. He gave us the Holy Spirit to help us and lead us. Instead of spending time trying to figure out which number you are and how you relate to others, spend time in prayer with Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Learn to hear his voice. He will teach you all the secrets of God that you need to know. And remember, in the spirit realm, it's not at all about which number you are. It's only, or which character you are, by the way, or what kind of personality. It's only about one thing. Who do you belong to? And if you belong to Jesus, and you know Jesus, all those other demons flee. Now, there's some questions that people had when I spoke about this. Somebody said, yes, but the numbers fit so perfectly with my character. They seem real. Yes, this is true. I'm not saying it doesn't work. In some cases, this character assessment might sound so very real. For example, with the Enneagram and horoscopes. Our characters in horoscopes often seem so real, as are the numbers in the Enneagram, as are the pathways of the tree of life in Kabbalah. It's because the spirits connected with those numbers start to influence you. Let me, think, let me question you this. Think about it. Why do so many of all these systems all seem right? Demons use the numbers and the characters to manipulate people. God's kingdom is far bigger than any of these systems. His dimension is greater and breaks through all these things. And he does not use systems to manipulate our souls. You're a child of God. You're not a number. Your body is a vessel that can be filled. And when you give permission for that number, you give permission for those spirits to influence you. Or when the Holy Spirit fills you, Jesus becomes your teacher. And he starts to transform you and change your personality. That is just so beautiful when that happens. So another person said to me, yes, but... We're only using it for the good. We're using it to get closer to God. Now, can we use a system created by the devil to get to know one another or God? Or is it right to use this kind of knowledge given by fallen angels to come to God? 
The Bible says, Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, and who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter, Isaiah 5.20. So the Bible is very clear. We're not supposed to call evil things good. Even if there would be such a thing as a blueprint to our characters, a type of souls, God never intended for us to have this knowledge. We're supposed to come to know him through his son, Yeshua, Jesus, and being filled by the Holy Spirit, not by numbers. Another person asked me, yes, but God turns all these things into good. Indeed, he does, but he does not allow evil because it gives permission to demons. Yes, what was meant for evil, God will turn to good. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good for those who have been called according to his purpose, Romans 8, 28. In this scripture, God promises us that when the enemy attacks us and we don't know it or if we can, you know, or we don't do that on purpose or something happens, God changes the situation into good. It does not mean that we should turn evil things into the things of God. The Lord says to turn away from evil and abstain from it, even the look of it. Psalm 37, 27 says, turn away from evil and do good. So shall you dwell forever. Psalm 97, 10 says, O you who love the Lord, hate evil, preserve the lives of his saints. He delivers them from the hand of the wicked. And God even says to abstain from every form of evil, even looks of it. It says in 1 Thessalonians 5.22, abstain from every form of evil. Jesus died to conquer evil. He gave us his blood so we could live. It is through the Holy Spirit that our souls can hear God and come to know him, not through a pathway of numbers or systems or a number. So what are we to do? If you have made a number or character soul tie and you want to break it, many people all over the world have made these numbers or character soul ties without realizing it. You don't have to be ashamed of it. It's important to discern it, to break it, and to break it by the blood of Jesus. So if you have knowingly or unknowingly associated yourself with that number or, you know, linked with the cult, a cult or you've associated yourself with some kind of character, Perhaps you were using a typological system such as the Kabbalic tree of life, playing cards, the Enneagram, horoscopes, astrology, or other character assessment systems. Do you want to break the link between you and that number and your, and, your, and your soul? God loves you and wants to set you free. God has a way for you to unlink your connection with that number or character. How did he do that? He gave his son, Jesus, to die on the cross. He paid for all our permissions to the darkness. Jesus' blood paid the price for our spiritual freedom. By believing in his son as our savior, God forgives us of sin and breaks all demonic soul ties. To those who have already accepted Jesus, he has given us authority to break the permission of the enemy. So if you do not know Jesus, turn to Jesus and ask him to forgive your sins and ask him into your heart first. 
and then invite the Holy Spirit to fill you and help you fight this battle. Pray with me today. Lord God of Israel, I believe with my whole heart in your son, Jesus Yeshua. I believe he is the Messiah and died for my sins and rose from the dead to set me free from darkness. I turn to you and ask you in the name of Jesus Yeshua to forgive my sins and anything I have done against you knowingly or unknowingly. I ask Jesus to come and live in my heart. I pray that his blood will be at the doorpost of my heart. I accept Jesus as my Savior, my Rescuer. And with my own free will, I choose to make Jesus Lord over my life, and I will follow him with all my heart. Thank you, Lord, for your grace. And please, Lord, fill me with your Holy Spirit to guide me in my life. And then say your name and amen. Now, if you have made a soul tie with one of the numbers, there's another prayer to pray. And it's important also to repent and to ask God forgiveness for making that soul tie. When you've done all of that, so we're going to pray this prayer out loud. This is the prayer that I prayed specifically to get out of all these different number and character soul ties. Lord Jesus, I turn to you and I invite you to help me fight this battle and set me free. I ask you to forgive me for linking my soul to a number and character, and I call upon the blood of Jesus. I hereby break these permissions and specifically name some of the ones that you have. Name them specifically if you have made them. I break those specifically in the name of Jesus. I repent. So ask the Lord. Say, I forgive. I repent, Lord, for making that connection and then call upon the blood of Jesus to break it. So I hereby break these permissions in the name of Jesus. And any spirits connected with these numbers and characters must leave now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, that your blood paid the price for my sins and set me free. In the name of Jesus, amen. And if you already know Jesus, you can also just use your authority to break that bond. You can say, Lord God, by the blood of Jesus, I ask you to forgive me for connecting my soul to a number or character. In the name of Jesus, I break these permissions and call upon the blood of Jesus who paid for my sins. Remember, mention specifically which numbers or characters, things that you know. Therefore, any spirits connected with those numbers must leave now. Thank you, Lord, for setting me free. In the name of Jesus, amen. And then praise God for your freedom. I pray that many people will be touched by this message and will be set free from the enemy. And I pray that the Holy Spirit will fill you instead and be your teacher and bring you closer to Jesus. If you want to know more about what happened to me, and how exactly this worked, then I refer you to my book, Awestruck by Glory, which is available on Amazon and all, and all online bookstores. You can also visit my website, awestruckbyglory.com, or my YouTube channel, Awestruck with Jennifer Guetta. You can also find me on Facebook and Insta, and on Telegram, I have a channel called Prophecy from the Galilee. 
Many blessings, and may our Lord Yeshua guide you in every single way. Bye.